Welcome to the Promo Cares Radio Podcast, where we share the stories about the good being done in the promotional products industry. From philanthropic efforts to cause marketing to giving programs, these are the people who are inspiring others to improve the world through promo. To learn more about Promo Cares, visit promocares.org. Now, on with today's show. And welcome to yet another episode of Promo Cares Radio, where we talk about the good being done in the promotional products world. And trust me, there's a lot of it. I'm your host, Bill Petrie. And with me is a great friend, not only of me personally, but of the industry at large. You might know him as the inventor of social media in the promotional products industry. And I say that kind of half tongue in cheek, really. I mean, you—it's Dana Zezzo, For those of you who don't know, he's the vice president of marketing and vendor relations at American Solutions for Business. And I, Dana, I say that half jokingly, but I, you know, when I think of social media in our industry, you really were no humility. All the, you were a pioneer, the pioneer from my perspective. Yeah, we we. Uh... You know, I saw the uh, I saw the power early, or I guess you you know in the world I'd be an early adopter, and you know there are obviously other people in the industry definitely deserve the credit too. You know, Mark and Danny and um, Bobby and yourself, and um, I think uh, Dale Denham was you know there mm-hmm. out in that group early, and we were all kind of um, getting out there and you know showing the power of it in different ways. And thing about socials, it's it's it is tied to personal. So everyone kind of has a personal approach to it. Um, you know, I have a strong, strong background in sales and marketing, and I saw the power of the the numbers and let it, you know, teach people how to let it work for you instead of against you. So yeah, yeah, you really did. And I mean, obviously, we're not here to talk about social media, but no. you really did. In, in all seriousness, you you did. You you uh, <laughs> I, I'll never forget a conversation you and I had very early on because I was I, I was on social media but I had I was like I'm not sure I should share business stuff and mix it with personal stuff and I'll never forget you had a very direct conversation with me and you you had said something to the effect of um, people want to get to know you both personally and professionally combine your efforts from a social media perspective and I never look back so honestly truly a pioneer in the promotional products industry but that's not what we're here to talk about Dana what we're here to and talk our, about. and our friendship survived that it did <laughs> it survived a lot more than that <laughs> Um, it's true. So Dana, like I said, is vice president of marketing and vendor relations at American Solutions for Business. Now, if you're not familiar with American Solutions for Business, really an interesting company. I think that's what we're really going to talk about today. They're they're a family um, run by the Zavadil family, Justin Zavadil and and his father. But what I love about American Solutions for Business is they've really empowered every employee, their owners, every employee is an owner of the company. Is that correct, Dana? Am I, that's am I correct. Okay. We are we are an ESOP. I love that. I love that. And I've been uh, honored and privileged enough to be there at an annual meeting, which is essentially a company meeting where uh, all the owners get in there. And it's every person who works at American Solutions for Business. And the excitement in that room and the amount of ownership, and I mean not just physical ownership, I own X percent of the company, whatever that is, but ownership of their jobs ownership of the overall product, ownership of the overall services you provide to your sales associates, really incredible. And yeah, it just, it blew it me is. away. Yeah, you got to go uh, to one of our town hall meetings where mm-hmm. we gave like, um, kind of like a state of the union. And I think at the end, the big surprise was the announcing the, the stock value. Correct. So yeah, so that was kind of kind of cool for you to see that. Yeah, it was very, very cool. And what I really walked away 
So where American Solutions for Business is located is Glenwood, Minnesota, which is about two, two and a half hours northwest of Minneapolis and maybe about an hour, hour, 20 minutes southeast of Fargo. Is that about accurate? That is about accurate. It's considered west central uh, Minnesota. Well, I always call it 30 minutes from anywhere you wouldn't ever want to be. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it's a small town of about 3,500 people. Is that about right, too, if yep. I remember mm-hmm. right? That is. What also I walked away with was the amount of impact the organization has had on that community. I mean, you talk about a community and an organization that are really ingrained within each other. Uh, I can't think of a better one on the scale of American Solutions for Business and Glenwood, Minnesota. I mean, go ahead. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, it. it uh, we're probably one of the top five, five employers in the area. Um, we have about 275 to 300 employees in Glenwood um, directly. And, you know, it's a very integral part of the economic, um, the economics of, of Glenwood, the small town of Glenwood. So, mm-hmm. uh, Justin and Larry are, are both very passionate. I'm, I'm sure a lot of the employees are too. They, um, but Justin and Larry have been involved in that community for many, many years. And, um, it's, it, they've done a lot. It's amazing. They, they really have. I was looking through the annual report, which is a really cool annual report, by the way. I've never. It's very rare you see one that's so personal, and I see so many of the people I know uh, within the organization, you know, pictured in there. It was really cool. But I mean, you guys do things like adopt a highway and a lot of local fundraising. One of the one that really, really um, got my attention, Dana, and I'd love for you to chat a little bit about it. Uh, what you guys do to adopt a, a family, and actually three families this last holiday season, uh, providing gifts, clothing, food, personal care supplies to ensure that they were cared for during the holidays. That is tremendous impact on a family, yeah. on it, three it, families, actually. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, again, Larry uh, and his wife, Diane, have um, been very generous, um, a lot of it anonymously, um, to the community. And this is something that actually came to be um, – driven by the employees um, to honor Larry. So the employees kind of uh, put this program together. Um, there, There's actually a stewardship committee uh, made up of eight to uh, 10 employees that work through all the charitable efforts that we do in the community. And then we're in a county called Pope County. And mm-hmm. so we, our employees kind of come in from all around the county and uh, to honor Larry uh, and Diane and all the efforts over the years, the employees got together and put this Adopt-A-Family program together in honor of the founder of the company, which is, even speaks volumes. It, it really does. And, and again, Justin and Larry and the entire Zavadil family so involved, not, a, not just in the organization, but in the community at large. And I know that very... One of the things that um, leapt out at me, not only on the annual report, Dana, but also just when I was there in Glenwood, um, American Solutions for Business has such a close relationship with the United Way. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about that and why that's so important to American Solutions for Business. So, yeah, it's a charity that has such an impact in that area. Um, we have currently have a, a senior leader uh, on the board, uh, and we had one just come off the board. So uh, our executive team, there's usually someone from the executive team that, that's uh, sitting on the board of the Pope County uh, United Way, and they have uh, such a strong 
impact with so many, you know, if you'd ever really take time and kind of dig through what United Way does, it touches all kinds of um, smaller programs. Uh, I know the one that we just worked on, uh, we had a great time, the entire senior leadership team before one of our meetings um, met in Alexandria, which is a town about 20 minutes away, and we all participated in uh, packing backpacks. Uh, it's a program called Backpack Attack. Mm-hmm. And basically what they've identified is there are so many children that are malnutri- uh, you know, mal- have malnutrition mm-hmm. um, because of poverty that either on the holidays or the weekends, these kids are not eating um, healthy at all. Right. And so the United Way has a program called, like I said, Backpack Attack. And we packed out hundreds of these backpacks uh, and put in them each backpack has got a a variety of food um, to give vitamins and minerals to these children over the weekend Mm -hmm. or whatever and the school issues them out to who they deem needy um, so these kids can get basically get a square meal uh, over the weekend or like I said even more importantly over extended holidays and it was a blast. I mean, it was so uh, fun to be together as a senior leadership team and, and doing something great and hearing the story of how this impacted the community. Uh, but it's a great program. Well, it really is. And then, you know, they get to keep those backpacks. And I know um, that you see them around Glenwood, right? What yeah. a great use of a product in our industry. Yes, absolutely. It's so cool. It's so cool. And then, Dana, it's a, it's, it's a culture of giving back, really, in ASB. Why is that? Is that? I assume that comes from Larry and Justin and the Zabato family. Why is it so important for ASB to give back in so many of the ways that they do? I, I think it, it, you're right. I mean, I, I think we see and we, and we start to study and understand philanthropy and, um, and the mindset of being charitable and what that means and it's a way to stay grounded, and it's, it is really from the top down. Um, so the fact that our founder and his wife are so strong, have such strong feelings about it, it, mm-hmm. it, it impacts the entire organization. It just it makes us know, all of us, every, every one of us that um, are part of the, the family now. And, you know, Larry will say, when you uh, are around American or you come to American, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Absolutely. Um, it, um, if he does a vendor deal, welcome to the family. If he brings on a, a new sales associate, welcome to the family. And Larry is a Larry's a hugger, and that uh, he makes you feel better when you're around him. Uh, he's got a smile on his face all the time, and he hugs everybody. And he he that warm, you know that that attitude he carries it all the way through his organization. Uh, no question. Even when I was there, he's like he was so welcoming. He doesn't know me from Adam, right? Just so nice and so welcoming. Same thing with Justin. It was the first time I'd met Justin. I mean, just it was like meeting an old friend. And he, Justin's not a huge social media guy, so you know he he and I did not have like weeks or months or years of banter. It's like, oh my gosh, I finally get to meet you, right? Just very wholesome, wonderful, nice people. And like you said, it does filter down to the organization, even to your sales associates, going through um, 
some of the things that your sales associates do on a local level. I saw that uh, Sarah Thomas and Kathy Armando in Dallas have raised over $20,000 in 2017 through their fundraising efforts. What, what a great thing there. Uh, Jake Forsland uh, donates time, print, promotional products, and marketing strategy. And I freaking love that, by the way. Yeah. It's, not, it's not all about donating dollars. That, tar- that time and that expertise that not-for-profits desperately need that's true. So t- great. Yeah, time and, and mind power, right? Yeah. Like leadership ability or just finance knowledge or, you know, or uh, fundraising knowledge. Um, donating that time sometimes is even better than money. Um, so, yeah, the uh, we have an effort now um, since I've been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first came here, the, the report you saw, which we call the Corporate Responsibility Report, which is a, we actually put it, uh, printed it hardbound and gave it to every employee at one of our large meetings. Um it's kind of like a, a you know a coffee table style magazine mm-hmm. and, or, or hard book. Um, or obviously, we have lots of print relationships, so we we, right. we created a beautiful book and um, talked about our story. And I think that's what you saw when you talk about the family atmosphere and mm-hmm. the um, the friendliness. Um, but what we're doing is, you know, corporate does so much because they have the support from Larry and Justin to do that. So corporate's doing stuff all the time. And that um, that mindset has kind of um, brought people, you know, our sales associates see it too from the outside. And you can see where that channel starts to form where they're like, you know what, I want to I wanna live this lifestyle too. Right. Um, you know, this feels good and it feels right. And so we're in a major effort right now, and I'm working with Taylor, who runs um, Mm -hmm. uh, our public relations and communication efforts. And we're trying to gather all that stuff that, like you just mentioned there, um, and bring it back to corporate so we can even share that um, with the other sales associates. Because the sales associates, you know, in this industry, some of the salespeople, they, you know, they're kind of on islands. You know, they're out running their own book. They're very independent. Um, and they, they love to be associated with something and they like to know what their peers are doing and understand, you know, kind of how, how and why. So we're doing a, a major effort internally to pull back what the field people are doing, um, accumulate that and disseminate that amongst the group so they can communicate too with, with charitable efforts. Absolutely. And what, and what also strikes me is there's always a component of what your expertise is, print and promo, and, and to make sure that, you know, that permeates through as well. And like you said earlier, it's not just, it's not just money. That's the easy thing to donate, right? right? It's the time, it's the talent, it's the mind share, which you had said. I think that's, that's truly fantastic. You know, even one of the ones I, I looked at Looks like Tom Stanton founded Mel's Charities. I think he's also known as Mel. Um, in 1999, after the death of a dear friend who was uh, survived by a child with special needs. And since its foundation, his charities have raised millions of dollars. And 100%, not, not a portion of it. I hate that phrase, by the way. A portion of the proceeds, 100% of the net amount raised goes back to, into their community. You talk about giving back. I mean, that's just that, that just gives me all the warm fuzzies right there. Yeah. Our, our group... Uh... Our group is amazing. Yeah. They, they do an amazing job, and they all have different charities that are close to their heart, you know. And, well, um, and that's the thing. It's not dictated. That's what I, too, no. was about to get to. You're, you, you Great segue. It's not dictated. It's, it's a culture of giving back, but it's giving back what's important to you. It's what moves you individually. That's correct. 
I love that. Love that. Now, one other thing I, we haven't talked about on the Promo Cares podcast before is you guys have some pretty cool eco programs um, that are, you know, within the organization. Uh, you talked about the stewardship committee, and I know you have a, a committee that kind of reviews everything and makes sure that uh, the company is, is doing the things that, uh, you know, are right in line with the vision and mission statement of giving back. But you also have some op- operational efficiencies and a work-from-home program. Talk a little bit about that and how that impacts the, the planet, I would suppose, from an eco-perspective. Yeah, I think that, I mean, the committees that we have within the, the main organization at uh, home office are always trying to find ways to, you know, make the world a better place, whether it's our carbon footprint or, um, you know, th- – Things like that, um, and that uh, they're supported. You know, they're allowed to. Uh, you know, as a as a company, we're allowed to allocate that time to be on those committees if we choose. And they they work together. They bring a group together to find ways to, um, you know, just be much more responsible when it comes to uh, our time on the planet. Yeah, it's really really cool. How has it? So you've been. At, how long have you been at American Solutions for Business? About nine months, right? Yeah. Nine ten months. Yeah, Is that about exactly. Right? Yep. How has going from the supplier side, which you had spent the, your entire career until you went to the distributor side, how has being part of a distributor like American Solutions for Business and, and their, their mindset as it relates to giving back, how has that changed how you view the world personally? Um, well, personally, I mean, I think uh, I'll openly admit I, I was a little naive to how much is going on at a distributorship. Now, I don't know if that's only because of the the size of our group or not, but uh, there's a lot more inside the doors um, th- that I didn't really realize that there's so much energy and time and um, investment went into to um, just make the company great. So right. it's really opened my eyes to a completely different side of the business and mm. it's been humbling to be honest with you. I mean, I've learned a lot in the last 9 months and and I like what I'm learning. And you know, obviously, you know, again, with the attitude of people like Justin and Larry, it makes mm-hmm. it a very comfortable place um because I'm a lot, you know, there's a one of our key factors is in our corporate responsibility report is to establish approachability. So we have a a kind of an attitude around the workplace that you're pretty much allowed to approach anybody and ask anything comfortably um and everybody is willing to help so Mm -hmm. it's been it's been awesome that's really awesome so uh thank you so much for sharing not only um how american solutions for business impacts the immediate area in glenwood minnesota but how it empowers people to really impact their local areas as well. I, I find it awe-inspiring. The more I've gotten to know Justin and obviously the organization through you, I continue to be impressed. I continue to be amazed, and I continue to be inspired. One thing I would want to close out this with, and I just thought about this, so buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I do. I don't yep. prepare. I don't prepare for these things. Surprising. I just start yapping. I'm sure you're shocked. Um, what is the best use? When you think of a charitable um, situation, the best use of promotional products in a charity situation? Well, I think um, the ability to take the charity's brand um, that might not have a mainstay in uh, your office space or your fitness life and take somebody 
uh, and convert a giving to somebody receiving a memory mm-hmm. and being proud of that memory. You know, whether it's a, a you know five k T shirt or you know a, a nice piece of drinkware or if you're on a committee. Um, some kind of uh, recognition that you would put on your desk and so that that charity um, is always part of your life it's always um, that brand is kind of always in front of you which you know in a, in a very you could, you could say this is kind of far fresh but it always keeps that thought to make sure in your head you allocate some monies for those or some time for those charities that had an impact on your life I think that's great. Yeah, I think what what promotional products really can do when it comes to charity is it makes it tangible. And it makes it tangible 365 days a year, not just when you're at a specific event or you are dedicating the time, talent, or treasure uh, to that specific charity. It can really tie it into almost a daily lifestyle. And that's that's what uh, I love about our industry and what we do. It's a double win. You know, it's a double win for an advertiser, right? So if you mm-hmm. take the simplest form, like a 5K t-shirt, and if that 5K is that money is being um, given to a, a local charity, you know, it's a double win for the, um, the person that's going to pitch in or provide money because, you know, they get their recognition on the back. Um, business would want to advertise. They want to advertise in the right places. Mm-hmm. So their, their recognition is going on the back. There's, there's credibility to being associated with being charitable. Um, that's okay to talk about that. I think we try to dodge that a little bit. I think it's okay to be proud that you support charities. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think the world is turning that way. And this next generation, I mean, what you and I are seeing the, uh, with the people below us that are coming up through the industry is if some of these suppliers or some of these companies don't have a charitable, like a cause arm to them, they're really turned off by it. So yep. the advertiser gets not only the simplest form of advertising, but the intangible correlation to that charity. And then, then in addition, the money helps charity. It, it's really kind of a double win for somebody that's, um, from a promotional products perspective, and putting your brand associated to a charitable event brand on a promotional product. I think it's it's a double win for me. It's... Couldn't, couldn't agree more. A lot of people might call that a win-win situation. There you go. Which ma- maybe you just co- maybe you just coined a term, Dana. Oh, I don't know about that because I think it's actually win-win-win. So I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, the very elusive triple win right here on the Promo Cares podcast. It's awesome. I feel like I'm caught in the Christmas story thing with the double dog dare. You know. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, but you're not going to put your tongue on a frozen pole. No, I'm not uh, at recess. So, well, hey, Dana, and all, all joking aside. Uh, thanks for taking the time. This is really cool. I, I love doing this um, podcast. It's actually, you know, I love doing unscripted, and, and I certainly love the industry insider. But I think this is kind of my favorite thing to do right now because we do get to tell stories that um, a little more, I don't want to say serious, but certainly more impactful as it relates to what we do and how we go to market. I think you, your last point was was absolutely dead on perfect. You know, the next generation's coming up um to our industry or really any industry, they do want to know that the organization they work for and work with is more than just profit-centered. Profit's always got to be a part of it. If there's no profit, nobody has a job. But it doesn't have to be corporate greed. It doesn't have to be me, me, me. It can be giving back, and it doesn't always have to be financial. It can be uh, time and talent. We had a Promo Cares podcast a couple of weeks ago, and a company they they allocate that ten um, percent uh, of a person's weekly time 
unaccounted for as long as they're they're giving you know donating their time to a charity and i think that's amazing it's so awesome. yeah it's really cool so again i want to thank you very much for being on the promo cares radio podcast and i want to thank everybody for listening and we'll talk to you next time thank you